Hi, I'm Kirsten Galloway, and welcome to the Actually I Can podcast. This is a podcast for when you want to be encouraged by hearing someone share a struggle they got through or a goal that they accomplished, and in the process, discovered that actually I can. These are conversations with friends that are just ordinary people, but they're living extraordinary lives. You're listening to episode 10 with Peter Welly. We knew it before the pandemic, but now we fully appreciate, right, that teachers are heroes. Take that one step further, in fact. Teachers in a pandemic are superheroes. I had the honor of talking with one of these amazing people. Peter Welly is a history teacher at high school where, since August of 2020, students are learning in person. We met back in October for this podcast but it is particularly timely for this episode now, since thankfully, many more schools are looking at in-person learning later this month of January. In this conversation, we talk about how actually I can teach in a pandemic and teach well. Needless to say, it is eye-opening to hear what it's like to teach in these strange circumstances. Listen in. Should I call you Mr. Welly? Please don't. No, Peter, Peter would be great. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I would love it if you. I would love it if you never called me Mr. Welly. <laughs> All right. That's so funny. I'm here today. At Actually, I can podcast. Thank you for being here. And I'm here with Mr. Peter Welly, who I'm going to really try hard to call Peter because, out of respect, I've always called you Mr. Welly, but I, I still respect you. I'm just going to call you Peter. Sure. We're going to we're going to allow it. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Um, and we're at Southwest Christian High School in Chaska, Minnesota. Um, the place of a lot of great learning and looking around your classroom. The sun is shining. You have nice big windows. Oh, oh you love that. Right? Yep. And I used to time. teach to cinder block walls all around me. And oh. uh, this is better. The, the, the trees, the sunshine. Yeah. You put a Martin Luther King Jr. and a Bob Dylan poster next to each other. And uh. that's, that's the great American story right there. That's cool. Yeah. I might have to put a picture of that on the, the podcast. Um, and I and I'm wearing a Johnny Cash shirt shirt today because I understand you like Johnny Cash. I, yeah, yeah, you got to give respect. I uh, he was I he's one of the heroes of the faith that I shared about with my students the other day. That's so so cool. Yep, I, I had no idea. Um, and <laughs> I really wanted to talk to you today because I told Peter that I've been following him on Instagram. You probably no on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. You I'm would sorry. not follow me on Instagram. Twitter. I'm sorry. Yeah. And you post things that I think are just super interesting and thoughtful and funny. Um, and sometimes I don't always understand the cerebral Hilarious, humor. would you say? Hilarious. Following you on, on Twitter, all these different hilarious <laughs> posts and thoughtful posts. And one of the things that really caught my eye, it was two months into uh, school starting this fall. And praise the Lord, these students are back full time. Yeah. And uh, we don't take that for granted. Nope. But nope. thanks to a lot of precautions and research and diligence, it's still happening. But you made a remark about smiles. Do you want to? Do you remember that post? I don't remember the the exact. I um, I normally memorize my tweets, but in this case, I don't. <laughs> I don't recall. But I remember something about like you can see the smiling eyes above the masks or something. Because yeah. of course we're all wearing our masks. One of the. One of the. The, the most, I don't know, frustrating or just uh, challenging parts of getting back into teaching this year is like you don't know your students. 
and, and so you're trying to get to know them, but everyone's wearing masks. And I, let me just say for the record, I'm, I, I'm glad we're wearing masks. We should be wearing masks. That's what allows us to meet together safely. So this, please don't take this as like, no. you know, take off your masks, America. That's not what I'm saying here. <laughs> right. But like, um, it's just hard. I, I, I had this fear, like, would I recognize these kids yeah. if they didn't have their masks on, you know? Yeah. Uh, or even like the reaction at the start of the year is always muted. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just used to that. They're kind of figuring me out. And so um, I can bring my, my A material, you know, <laughs> and, it's, and it just gets sort of a muted response. But like when they're all wearing masks, it did feel some days like I'm, I'm teaching. I'm not a comedian, but it did feel like you're bombing or something like that. Like, oh, my gosh, this is going so bad. And it just it just took everyone a little bit at the beginning to, to kind of get back in the rhythm. And I think for me, for, just for me to be able to read it's like a whole new world of reading nonverbals, you know, mm -hmm. uh, just sort of like everything you learn across your life about how do you read nonverbals and you read people's face. It's like, well, you got to throw half that out and figure out some new way to read nonverbals in a room. You know, Absolutely. everything just took longer, you yeah. know. And also a factor was students coming back in August have just taken the longest break ever from the classroom that they'd ever taken in their lives. Right. Because the last right. time they'd been in school was March 13th or something like this yeah. so everyone was back in the whole like right. how do we do this and what's going on and and uh, you know it was it was something I don't I wouldn't want to I'm glad we're through that and I have grown through that but I if you told me you got to go back and relive that again I'd be like oh shoot really? that's a hard that was, was a that hard the stretch. hardest part about it was the the relationship part well um I don't know about relationship is the right word it's more the the dynamic yeah I would say um, the hardest part was um, was that you had to kind of do all this stuff, like this physical spacing, this masking. Um, technology. New technologies. We have class, uh, cameras in our classroom that the teachers are kind of operating as, as we teach. We're like, you know, we're, we're cleaning off surfaces. Mm -hmm. There's just a half, oh, yeah. there's, there's so much new stuff to do. And, and so much of it was literally covering our faces and spreading us out and taking people out of rooms. Um, and it's all with a new batch of students and any teacher will tell you everything happens in the first two weeks of the school year. Everything happens there. That's when everything goes on. That's when every classroom culture piece is, is established and set up. That is when, uh, that's, that's when you are really introducing who am I and what are, what is our business here and what are we doing here and how are we going to be, what is our, what are our ways of being together in this room? And you're sort of, you're, you're just trying to get everything to this point where, where maybe like we are right now, which is like halfway through a semester where you as a class hit kind of a cruising altitude. Mm -hmm. And from this place of cruising altitude, it's like now you cruise. Now it's like mm -hmm. you tell the students, hey guys, we've done so much of the hard work. We have like figured out how we do this and what our rhythms and routines are and, and, mm -hmm. uh, and who we are, right? And, and who I am and what I'm gonna, how I'm gonna push you, but why it's still a safe environment and all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, but to get up to that cruising altitude, you know, it just felt like, you know, like if it's a, a flight, you know, it was like, it was a rocky, bumpy, you know, takeoff. It didn't- Hot, fast acceleration. Yeah, where there's like some heavy banking going on right away off, <laughs> yeah. once you're off the ground. You know, just one of those kind of white knuckle takeoff experiences, except this one wasn't, it, white knuckles, kind of the wrong word for it. It was just this sort of kind of thing where just imagine 
imagine something that you're used to working and you professionally enter into that and you do it again, but now it seems like it's, it's not working. The reaction to everything feels muted. You're not getting feedback where you're used to getting feedback. And so that's just like a place where doubt can creep in. You know, it was, it, it was that's a challenge. Interesting. Muted yeah. is a really good word, I think. Yeah, well, that yeah. Was, that's, the, that's the word of teaching in 2020 was it was muted. You know, or <laughs> you know, speaking of muted, the hardest part, not to jump back here, yeah. but like the crazy part was when we went from in March, that was the that was the crazy part, going from we're all in school here to now everyone's at home. You know. Right. Now we're literally muting each other on, on Zoom meetings. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So, oh. Yeah. What what was what was uh I don't know if it was worse is the right word, was it the March March, April, May experience or Maybe it was just a relief to at least be back in the classroom in August, September. October. That's a that's a that's a really interesting question, Kristen. I uh, what was worse? Or what uh, was you better? know, look, know. no, here the March, April, May experience sort of felt like we already had that plane where uh, we needed it to and be. And you knew the right? kids, and like, we knew the kids, to, yeah, and we before. are three quarters of the way through the school year, and as a teacher. There was a bit of like, we're going to do some triage here ah, and uh -huh. we're just going to, we're going to improvise the heck out of this thing. Um, and we are going to bring it in for a landing one way or the other. Hold yeah. on everybody. But like, we're going to, we're going to do this. Runway. Yeah. And we're, we're just going to figure this out. And it involves mm -hmm. so much, so much, you know, improvisation and, and, uh, and letting go of things. That was a challenge. Mm. But there also was this sense of like, the finish line is just kind of right up there, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. By the time you, every teacher knows, by the time you're in March, you already know how many weeks you got left until, you know, yeah. until the end of the school yeah. year. And you say, I got a unit and a half left or two units left or something like this. So, so we can duct tape this bad boy together and let's <laughs> do that. And like yeah. I said, you already know all the students. So you're kind of, you've already built up a whole bunch of social capital and equity, right? Yeah. With these students. And so yeah. you kind of say, watch me on video instead it ain't as good as the real thing, right? But we know each other, and so we're gonna make this work this way. Um, but, and that's one thing. It was harder for me, and I wouldn't have anticipated it was harder, but it was harder for me in August to go from zero miles an hour, mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. and rolling, mm -hmm. to like try to make the thing go again. But now we're all, again, distance out, masked up. Um, and just we not don't knowing know each, each other. other. Yeah, and, a... and by the way, also everyone, there's like, low-level or high-level anxiety that many of us are experiencing because we're worried about uh, COVID, we're worried about our friends, our grandparents, um, or we're worried about our friends who, don't, who aren't worried about anything and that they're going to make fun of us or they're going to say something or that we're going to have to justify this. There's just all kinds of new anxiousnesses, mm -hmm. you know, or anxieties that we're all like dealing with and swimming in. And so as a teacher, the task, and I, I underestimated this. Mm. I underestimated how hard that would be to kind of get it going mm -hmm. uh, and get moving again. Uh, and, and even then, so you're, you have all these students that you're trying, to, you're trying to introduce like, well, here's how I want to do class together. I think, unless mm -hmm. it changes, right? But, yeah, because uh, it could change it. Because it could change, moment. and then we could get a new directive from, and this kept happening too at our school. This is no offense to anyone in charge of our school. They were doing the best with the information they had too, but it's sort of like, all right, we want you to set up your classrooms this way. And then after a certain amount of time, it's like, nope, never mind. We need you to do it that way. Mm, I bet. Nope, we got to move you to this room. And it's just mm. like, you know, so everything kept 
changing. Mm -hmm. But we're trying to build a classroom culture. We're trying to get to that place of cruising altitude mm -hmm. where it's like, now we just go. Now we churn through stuff. Now we are machines. Mm. We're learning machines, right? It's so, it was so hard to, to get to that place. Um, wow. Uh, the, the joy was that we did get there. It just took, hmm. it took longer. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, it just, uh, it was a, uh, thinking back on it even now though, I mean, I'm, say, I'm saying this now in what, late October, yeah. And uh, two and a half months into two it. Two and a half months into it, and it's still as hard, though. Mm -hmm. I had a student today in class. She had to take off her mask to get a drink of water. And I did have this thought of, like, oh, her, you know, that's what her whole face looks like. Because <laughs> you yeah. haven't seen it very often. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen it at all. So I've taught her for, this is my 10th week of teaching her. You're going to walk around and be at Target and be like, wait, put a mask on so I understand who you are. I know. In like I know. Two years. Okay. I know. What would you say to um, someone in a school that is just going back full time? Like they've been doing virtual. Well, I suppose now. No, that's great. No, that semester. will be happening. Or there'll yeah. be, there'll be, there's people who are going to be going back in semester two or stuff like this. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they know their students. So, well, I don't know. What do you think? What uh, would you say? Just uh, the room will be quieter. Mm. You just have to be ready for that. The room will be quieter. Um, and, uh, and just sort of the old pop the old magic that you're kind of used to won't mm. um it won't regenerate that quickly mm -hmm. um it's like you know i injured my finger once and there was a, i kind of smashed it badly in a in a anyway that's not the point of the story it <laughs> hurt so bad the point is it hurt story. really bad but like yeah. Yeah, i had some nerve damage in my mm. fingertips and the doctors mm. just said nerves grow back really slowly mm. right like yeah. these synapses in the classroom, when they're gone and when you come back and everything's like literally kind of muffled up and spread out, it just comes back slowly. Sure. Right. Then they, yeah. And that's okay. You, you kind of just have to be patient with that process. Um, and you need to, you, you really need to meet students where they're at. There's so many students that just have a need, you know, like this has always been a practice of mine, but like every class session now, it starts with, at your table, please turn and greet the person you're sitting with. Greet them by name. And mm -hmm. uh, let's, uh, and there's like some like, just talk about how your day is going so far or something you've appreciated about this. And then something that turns to the academic. That's a reflection on what we did last time or some like looking forward question to today. But it's like, stop, greet someone, have your name heard oh, wow. you know uh, that's powerful huh well it is it's like look in a christian school it's like a christian way of being with each other to just sort of say we're not here to to complete some function together we're yeah. like human beings in creation together and like we see each other and we will name each other and we will listen to one another wow. something like that is so essential in a year like this i love that yeah uh, it is it is so needed because it's like if we're already kind of having this it's it's really a challenge because at the same time I would say to this teacher you're gonna have less time than ever before to teach because then you got to by the way you got to like wipe down all the tables at the end and uh, by the way you know the the administration's probably gonna have to take time out of the classroom to take care of this or do that that's fine they got to do what they got to do mm -hmm. um, so you're gonna have less time than ever <laughs> do more or less time do more Make or less time feel comfortable but and... I'm serious stop and let students hear he hear each other talk to each other, 
greet each other by name, just just sort of allow them to be where they're at, you know, uh, that is going to be so essential. Um, well, and sometimes it's true for me. I just need to, I need to model that. I need to be that for, for my own students. I'm just thinking a lot more reflectively about my students' emotional needs. Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to share where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm trying to share that in a sense of like, I want to say, guys, like we really mean it about the masks and here's, it's hard for me too, yeah. but we've really got to do it. Sometimes it's like a pep talk and sometimes it's just a, hey, I'm reading the room. We're tired. We get more tired more quickly this year for whatever reason. Uh-huh. I, I can't even exactly articulate why, but we mm-hmm. all are. Yeah. Me too. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel it too. Let's talk That's about really that a little freeing, bit. I think for people, like I would think someone in the authority over me, if they can relate to what I'm going through, mm-hmm. that just does a lot for me. For, to fill me up and to kind of give me, uh, I can just like exhale. I know. <laughs> we have to we have to let each other off the hook. If everything feels harder, right, this year, which it it often does or it does for a lot of us, or the things that we were that used to feel a certain degree of difficulty, just it's like it's all notched up just a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. it's just a it's just an increased challenge. Or as teachers, you have this thing of you know, like another hard piece is. Um, in order to do school together, we really do need to keep some space and keep masks on. Well, this is, we're saying it to 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds who, first of all, just kind of feel invincible. And second of all, mm-hmm. they have this thing where like they are rational, thoughtful beings mm-hmm. and they're also, you know, knuckleheads, mm-hmm. like at the same time, just <laughs> I like one. I was. Right. Yeah. And, He's all those and so, yeah, they're all those things. And so if I sat them down and we had a conversation about masks and spacing, they're like, they could be, they could be totally on top of the science. They can be totally on top of like why we do this to love and consider others. But then it's like if there's a bunch of their friends out in the hallway, they're just going to like <laughs> clump up together yeah. and do this, right? Yeah. Because it's like there's, a, there's an override that, that goes on. And so That's you funny. as a teacher have to spend some of that social capital and equity that you kind of like that you're trying to build up. You have to like overspend it and spend it before you want to with constantly like, masks oh. up, guys, masks up, spread yeah. out, spread out, like blah, blah, blah. Why are there too many people here? you like you are... Uh, you, you you turn into like Nagzilla with with your students, yeah. you know, just like you're 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 That's riding not them. What you no, be. it's not at all. Because especially as a teacher, you know, I have a certain amount of, I have a certain amount. Uh, you you have to establish a classroom culture, and you have to classroom management is a key part of your job. And a teacher that doesn't do that is a I'll show me a teacher that doesn't manage your classroom. I'll show you a lousy teacher, mm-hmm, right? Who mm-hmm. who's not serving all the students in their room. But anyway, uh, so you have to do that. But like it just forces you to be be writing students and like uh, you're just spending that capital down uh, at a rate that you'd really much rather not do. That's something I, I, I expressed to to my boss was, um, um, you know, basically like they were saying, guys, we really have to be getting on the students and making sure they're doing X and Y and Z. And I wasn't disagreeing with that. I was saying, mm-hmm. are there other what other mechanisms can we use here? Because if it's all on the classroom teacher to be constantly writing them, mm-hmm. um, that will have some effect. That that affects relationship at a certain diminish point. The almost the trust or the I don't know. Well, yeah. just that energy just becomes mm-hmm. a little more sour, you know. Uh, and you know, look, 
safety is the most important thing, mm -hmm. right? Like uh, my students have to have a safe space emotionally and physically, right? Mm -hmm. So, so if it's literally a matter of like this is unsafe, what's happening, then I do have to step in. But it is a sort of a challenge for teaching in this environment is like, how do I not turn so negative all the time, right? Mm -hmm. How do I like? So how do you? What do you do? Um, <laughs> well, honestly, uh, a big piece is just like being grateful that we are in a space together, yeah. uh, like stepping back to the first principles, stepping back to also what do I want? Uh -huh. Why do I want to teach? Uh -huh. um, what do I, what do huh. I want out of, my, out of my students? What do I want out of a student who goes through this whole experience? Um, returning to the, the kind of the first loves of the job mm. are the essential mm. pieces. And for someone like me, um, that's the piece that is renewing. Like I got into this job, this is true for a lot of high school teachers I found. I got into the job before I knew if I ever liked teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, I hope I do, you know, but I didn't know. I knew I loved history, you know, uh, and it, it turns out I do. But like my first love was the stuff. My first love was the content. Yeah. That was like my avenue in to the work. Um, and so sometimes it's just like you have to, you have to kind of read some book where it just makes you say, I cannot wait to tell people about these ideas or to give students a chance to engage with it and see what they think. Or I can't wait to contrast this idea with that one and see where they take it. Um, that was, for me, I get, that's where I get the energy. I just have to go back to, to that. Or even, you know, we use this language at our school of, of our deep hope. I have to return to my deep hope for my students. And, um, and my deep hope for my students is not necessarily that they have just, you know, the most gee whiz uh, classroom environment experience. But my deep hope is for, for my students is that they see God's story and the blessings and curses of their American inheritance. And that when they see opportunities for, for restoration, that they want to join with God in, in restoration work. This is like giving me goosebumps. <laughs> Good, that's, my, that's me too, awesome. that's why it's my deep hope. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, clearly the dynamics of teaching in a pandemic are extraordinary. Establishing classroom culture, educating students in rigorous fashion and supporting students, all while managing pandemic era standards for safety. I mean, that is quite an amazing feat. I'm inspired by Peter and teachers all over the U.S. and all over the world, in fact, as they equip the next generation, especially in these weird and strange times. Our kids are so fortunate to learn from teachers that inspire and support, educate and lead. Guess what? There's more. Peter and I kept our conversation going and we talked a lot about the concept of teaching for transformation and what that means to teach for an impact that lasts for 20, 30, or 40 years, not just till the end of the semester or for the next standardized test. I think you're really gonna enjoy that. Um, so watch here for another episode of Actually I Can with special guest Peter Welly. It's coming soon. And hey, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Lacey Canefield's amazing music, and I hope you all are having a great 2021.